Good morning and welcome in, everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of Scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. You know, back in 1864, before cell phones and digital clocks, a pendulum clock was built by Arthur Beverly and can be found on the third floor of the Department of Physics at the University of Otago, Dunedin, New Zealand. And Mr. Beverly was an astronomer. He made telescope lenses and watches, but this creation would be different than any other clock ever made. The older clocks would eventually stop, but this one has been running each and every day continuously for 156 years without being manually wound. What it does is winds itself by running off atmospheric pressure and temperature changes. Like a perpetual motion machine, it has kept going day in and day out for over a century and a half, never stopping. And this reminds me of the Christian life. When a woman is baptized by submersion into the name of Christ, when she partakes of Holy Communion in the church, when she joins herself in worship with others who call on the name of the Lord with a pure heart, and then chooses to depart from her husband, divorce him, and marry another, she abides in a perpetual state of sin. It never stops, just like the Beverly clock. This is one of the reasons that the apostle did not want women to get remarried if they departed from their husband. Murder might be a one-time sinful event in a person's life, but divorce and remarriage is one of the most serious sins in Scripture because it never stops. It's like murdering your true husband each and every morning. Unbelievers live by different guidelines, but when you choose to become a Christian, you are in completely different territory than them. Christians are called to depart from iniquity, not to live in iniquity. And just as we make a lifelong commitment to Christ as his followers, marriage is about making a lifelong commitment to your spouse, from which there is no turning back. A person might commit adultery once in their life, but those who divorce their husband and remarry commit adultery each and every morning when they wake up along someone who is not their true husband. She rises each morning in a state of sin. It's, it's the same if you went out and robbed a bank each and every morning when you woke up. Earthly law might call it marriage, but God's law calls it fornication and adultery. In the Old Testament, those who lived like this were commanded to be stoned. The reason why is that they didn't understand the concept of love. Those who profess to be followers of Jesus Christ and commit these deeds are far worse people than people in the Old Testament. Because as professing Christians, they are sinning against the blood of Christ and His grace. In the Christian life, to divorce and remarry is to abide in a perpetual state of sin just like the Beverly clock that keeps ticking each day. It's, kind of a, it's like a time bomb that eventually is going to explode with God's wrath at eternal punishment. Many people arrogantly laugh at the thought of this, but sadly, they won't be laughing later. A person might steal something from someone else and never do it again. A person might commit fornication a few times and then never do it again. But a professing Christian woman who divorces her husband and then remarries another, lies in a bed of perpetual adultery, sinning in the eyes of God with another man, day in and day out. Divorce is forbidden by Christ. A husband may have wronged his wife a few times and sincerely regretted it and apologized. 
but when she divorces him and remarries, she sins against him every morning. And to condemn her husband over a few isolated events and then commit 10,000 sins by living the rest of her life in adultery with some stranger only reveals her holier-than-thou attitude and her own self-righteousness. The sins that she first condemned, she commits herself one thousandfold. And that is an example of the purest form of hypocrisy. The only way for her to avoid eventual punishment for sin is to reconcile with her husband. Just as the only way to undo the punishment for sin is to reconcile with God or with a brother whom you have wronged. <clears throat> when a Christian woman gets married, she agrees to stay faithfully by her husband's side for the rest of her life. It doesn't matter what situations may arise, whether good or bad. She is never to depart her husband. That is a command of Jesus. And just like any other scripture, it needs to be obeyed. Nowadays, a wife will leave her husband because they don't put the toilet seat down. And that's what they have reduced marriage to out in the world. But if you profess Christianity, it doesn't matter what kind of person your husband is. Women need to obey and serve him in everything. And there's an old saying, love the one you're with. You chose to marry them. Now live with the decision that you made. You need not fear retribution from him if you simply do what you're told. You need not fear a judge in a courtroom if you obey him. If you do what you're told, good things are going to happen, even with a parent. Those who resist will certainly face judgment and be punished. Adulteries to have sexual relationships with somebody who is not their spouse. A woman who professes Christianity who commits these deeds is a fornicator and an, and an adulteress. Divorce and remarriage is being trapped in a daily state of sin. When a woman departs her husband, she rejects the commands of Christ. Those who don't obey his commands don't love him. Marriage was created by God as a union until death. Both the husband and a wife make mistakes in a marriage. But divorce is a daily mistake made each day. Although a woman departs from her husband in rebellion against Christ, she has the opportunity to reconcile to her husband for, before it's too late. But if she enters into marriage with somebody else, she commits perpetual adultery. And when someone uh, divorces and remarries, each day they wake up in the bedroom to another day of sin. So it's, it's a perpetual thing, you see, because it's never ending. It's a clock of sin that keeps ticking every day. In a manner of speaking... You've remarried into sin. The only way out of it would be to renounce what you have done, renounce your divorce in the courtroom, and return to the one whom you have left, if, if they'll even have you. Christian marriage is a commitment for life. If you are a follower of Christ, you need to obey your husband and stay by his side for the rest of your life. You can quit a job. You can walk away from your house. But as a Christian, you can never give up on your marriage. Some women will completely reject this, but will be rewarded according to their works. First Timothy warns, five, uh, chapter 5, verse 12, having damnation because they have cast off their first faith. What happens is they end up being led away by the devil and deceived, just like in the Garden of Eden. Second Timothy 3, verse 6 says, For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women, laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts. Divorce is forbidden as a Christian. Your spouse may leave and divorce you, but never do that to them. Staying in your marriage proves that you love Christ. 
The sin isn't upon you when they depart. It's on them. Divorce and remarriage is a perpetual state of sin. It's the proof of an unfaithful and disloyal heart to Christ. Although many people try to justify their decision, it wasn't a decision that was based in Jesus, because they usurp his commands and put asunder what he has brought together. An unbeliever may have divorced and remarried, but if you profess Christianity, that's forbidden fruit. God is watching their continual rebellion. They remain in a state of perpetual state of sin, and you never want to go there, women, because God is not mocked, and it will be punished. It's only a clock of sin that keeps on ticking, never stopping, day in and day out, just like the Beverly clock. So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by Google searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms, such as Amazon or Spotify and Google Podcasts. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups. You can get our entire podcast feeds directly, along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you could find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.